Dissing Killers. The podcast we're not afraid to punch down. So, uh, this week, um, there's a, a lot we gotta talk about. I mean, as you can tell, we're recording in the same room again. It's been a couple of weeks since that's happened. But really, pull the prank on you, we recorded this four weeks ago. So, uh, yeah. You just got pranked, bro. Yeah, it's like punked, but way less entertaining. Um, somehow more entertaining, honestly. Uh, but yeah. This week's episode is um, on, well, we have a letter asking about what this episode should be on. So, we got a letter uh, the other day from our good friend Gary Ridgway, fan of the show, big uh, big time Distant Killers fan. Also, he was the subject of our episode too, and he's also a great writer, so let's read what he has to say. Yeah, so, Gary, who, uh, if you've listened to the show before... Often has calls with David Berkowitz talking about baby Jesus, um, lots of stuff. Calls with David Berkowitz, he's kind of retarded. I mean, not kind of, he was literally, and I'm not kidding when I say this, mentally retarded. So, he said, Dear Dissing Killers, it's your pal Gary again. How are you? Hopefully both white and Christian. Aww. I have some great news. I have rekindled my relationship with the Tooth Fairy, so now God isn't my only imaginary friend. Anyway, there are two things I miss about the outside world. Watching my favorite eight and under girls soccer team, and following the case of the original Night Stalker. I heard the original Night Stalker was caught, and would like to know more about him. Since I don't read anything besides an uncle's guide to mustaches and the Bible, I was hoping you could do an episode on it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go give the 200-pound guard near my cell a hug from behind and remind him to stop bragging about how hot his mom is. Mine is way hotter anyway. Hugs and kisses, Gary Ridgway. P.S. Me and David Berkowitz compromised and decided Jesus' dick is an inch and a half. That was great, man. I loved hearing from Gary. I hadn't heard from him in a while, and he really kept the quality up, you know? His hugs from behind... Plus, the uncle's guy to mustaches, such a great combo, and it fits him so well. Yeah, I mean, if you see his mustache, you're like, shit, that guy definitely subscribes to mush- Uncle's Mustaches Weekly or whatever. Nothing says cool like subscribing to an uncle's fashion tips. Yeah. I mean, he does look like a touchy uncle, but... Well, anyway, this week's episode is going to be on uh, the original Night Stalker, the East Area Rapist, the, uh, what was the Golden State Killer... Diamond Knot Killer as well. The what? Diamond Knot, because he tied his knots like almost military style Diamond Knot. See, you learn something new every day. I had no idea that was the thing. Um, Dude, I honestly feel great about this one, because this is the first killer I actually know a shit ton about. And we're about, what, 13 episodes deep? Yeah. So, uh... I do know about true crime. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, basically, the night... This guy was... Uh, Joseph D'Angelo, he grew up in California, he was a cop for a bit, we don't really have much in the bio, but what is really important, what this really comes down to, and the reason we were so excited to do this episode, he has a micro penis, <laughs> and if we are known for anything, it's going after the low-hanging fruit, or in his case, hanging very, very not low. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is just, this is just such, we've been looking forward to this episode for weeks, just, well, since we started the podcast, just because tiny dick jokes are like, 
the easiest. So we're going to go after this. Um, yeah. But before we get into it, this episode is sponsored by GetYourPebblesOff.com, the porn website for people with micropenises. Just in case any of his friends were listening, and I assume we hung out with other people with micropenises. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I mean, like, the guy yelled at himself in his own backyard. I doubt he had too many friends. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, anyway, uh, what do you want to start with? Some jokes, some facts. Let's get into some facts, you know? I feel like people need to know who he is and how fucking deadly he was. He committed the most crimes of anyone in the state of California. Yeah, no one in California has ever been charged with uh, as many felonies as Joseph D'Angelo. No one. He was charged with over 50 rapes, 12 murders, and like thousands, and like hundreds of burglaries. You almost wonder which prick people are talking about most of the time. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, he was a cop for a while. And, uh, unlike, I mean, like, you have, I mean, he's a cop mainly because, you know, he had a tiny dick. Yeah. But, uh, unlike most cops who kill people, Joseph was actually prosecuted. Really? I did not know that. You know, usually with cops, you know, the main difference between Joseph and other cops is Joseph Joseph continued killing innocent people after his law enforcement career ended. It's true. Uh, yeah, no, he was he was a cop, man, and it's it's interesting because you know he was one of the few cops where we know for a fact he had a micro penis. It's very exciting. Uh, you know, one thing about Joseph, though, is he has something in common with most men who have small penises. He became a cop. It's true. I <laughs> like him most for Um, but like most police, he thought he was real hard, but no one ever noticed. Well, speaking of hard, he seems to have a hard-on for crime, yet unlike his normal hard-ons, people actually notice them. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I mean, no one ever noticed his regular hard-ons. Um... But yeah, no, if you looked at him, though, you'd be like, that is the oldest man not to have ever hit puberty. You know, but he also looks like a bat and a person that tortures bats. It's true. I mean, what I said is that he, uh, he looks like he finds his victims, uh, via echolo echolocation. No, he always looks upset, too. It looks like he just found out a black family moved into his neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, he looks, he just looks permanently angry. I mean... Was he, uh... I can buy you some time if you want. Yeah, buy me some time. He looks like he would protest the opening of a vegan restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there were a lot of sketches of him and stuff for the years before. I mean, the, if you look at the police sketches, the police sketches of D'Angelo make it even make it surprising he even had a penis. It's a good point. You know, but as an old man, he looks like a cross between a Fox News contributor and a Fox News viewer. That's true. I mean... But, like, what he really looks like is he look he just, he does just look like a bat. I mean, he attacked people in the street like Batman, but looked more just like a bat. It's true. You know, the press called him an animal, which makes sense, because he looks like every animal combined. <laughs> Didn't see that one. Um, let's get into some more facts. So, let's do it. he was caught in 2018 because somebody found DNA on a... Gene genealogy site that matched the DNA or was familial DNA to the Golden State Killer and they used that to track their way down to him. So I thought that was an interesting fact. You know, part of his privacy was that he was hard to find. You know, people described him as being like a ghost, which makes sense because he liked to wear white sheets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
he looks like he keeps the balls that land in his yard just because he wishes he had balls. Yeah, um, in the police sketch, he looks kind of like Freddie Murphy with, uh, Freddie, Mer- Freddie Mercury with Down Syndrome. <laughs> like Freddie Mercury? Is that Eddie Murphy and Freddie Mercury combined? I wonder what the hell looked like Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Dude, that did, I don't know if that'd go over well. Um, but he was the only rapist never to have sex. <laughs> Talking about tiny dicks. <laughs> I've never seen a bigger dick with a smort. <laughs> you gotta say that again. That's my favorite line you've had. I've never seen a bigger dick with a smaller penis. You've never seen a bigger dick with a smaller penis. Best never. line I ever have, um, I've ever experienced from this, this podcast. I mean, that's a line, I once got a ticket. And I wanted to go to court for the ticket partially just so I could say that to the cop in a recorded setting. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, he, we had some, uh, some lines written to us. Well, let's go over the, we're like nine minutes in. We're, we yeah. made like maybe a third of our tiny dick jokes. Uh, well, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say about it? I'll go one want... more tiny dick joke yeah. before we go into the next top- topic. He tore up houses because he could never tear up a vagina. It's true. I mean... He was from New York and moved to Cali as a youngling. Youngin. Why'd you put youngin in the dock? Because it sounded dope. It sounded dope. Also, I I had this joke written out, so that's why I put it in. He was the worst New Yorker in California until Spike Lee moved to Hollywood. True. Uh, He worked as a cop until 1979 when he got got caught stealing dog repellent, a hammer, and a splashlight. Which, I mean, I know cops don't get paid a lot, but can we just take a second? The guy got fired from his cop job for buying... For stealing dog repellent? I don't even know what that is, so that's probably not that expensive. Yeah. Um, a hammer, which is probably like 12 bucks. No, back then it was probably like a dollar fifty, And like a yeah. flashlight, which you can get for like practically a dollar. So you, know, you know what this proves to me, bro? What? People always say cops have tiny dicks. This case proves they're right. Yeah, it does. I mean, no cop has ever had a large penis. Um, Facts. But back to what he looks like. Uh, he, he looks... Kind of like, um, he looks confused. Like someone just told him that gay marriage is legal. Speaking of confused, his posture is so bad that his sexuality ain't the only thing about him that isn't straight. Yeah. I mean, he never had sex before marriage, though. Or during. Or after. Because he could, yeah. He never got an in. Yeah, you know, he's the first person with a micropenis to do damage in a bedroom. His dick was so small, even a priest would think it was too childlike. You know, he hated a woman named Bonnie, while women hated him because he had a tiny penis. (laughs) Speaking of tiny penises, while we're on the topic, Luke Voigt. Let's get into it. So you want to go jokes written by him? Well, Luke Voigt told me his dick has been seen less than good women drivers, which he could be talking about his own, or he could be talking about... uh, Mr. D'Angelo's, Joseph D'Angelo's, but either way, Luke Voigt said that. Very Luke, interesting. What, what Luke Voigt texted me, as a matter of fact, was his nose was big and his penis was small. Surprisingly, he wasn't Jewish. Yeah, that's a very Luke Voigt thing to say. Um, But about Luke Voigt, I think really the big difference here was that the biggest difference between Joseph D'Angelo and Luke Voigt is that D'Angelo actually used his micropenis with women. I love, dude, I'm not going to take too much time up, but I actually, that's one of my favorite jokes you've written in this whole entire podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. You know, another one I had that Luke Voigt wrote for me, second one, last one, he was in the Navy, so he probably saw some disturbing stuff, like two men having sex. 
Yeah, that's definitely something Luke Voigt would say. The man hates gay people. Um, but yeah, what's, we're back to his tiny dick, because that's about 90% of our jokes this show. Tiny dicks. I hate to do this to you. I have two jokes about Luke Voigt. Can I read one of them, please? You can read them both. I mean, okay. what's the worst that could happen? Thanks, man. I, you know, I just Another cease and desist from him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joseph D'Angelo was a brother in blue, while Luke Voigt had a brother that he blew. It's an interesting fact. You know? The second one, this is even better. I'm good. Joseph D'Angelo's dick is like Luke Voigt in the 2019 postseason. No one has ever seen it. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of uh, Luke Voigt, we're just going to, like, we always have these callbacks to his recent references. I've got a callback to actually our first episode before Luke Voigt, a lot, before Luke Voigt had written anything uh, that what that was we were allowed to say on air. Uh, no, yeah, of course. Um, If you all remember the first episode, we talked about Ted Bundy and the fact that he stole a bunch of ski equipment. But I had that Joseph D'Angelo's ski mask is the only piece of ski equipment Bundy wouldn't steal. Fun fact. That's a fun fact. But you want fun, fun facts? I'll go back to the appearance, bro. Because I don't have too many fun facts myself. You know, I said he looks like a, he has child porn in his LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I said he looks like the only guy at the Little League game that doesn't have kids. Oh, man. You know, one thing about him, too, which is kind of fun to talk about, his wife left him. That's always fun. You know, his wife left him when she discovered she was straight. <laughs> He's, but, I mean, she couldn't tell if he was male or female. I mean, the guy looks like a Ken doll, and the way that his crotch is perfectly smooth. But, you know, like most family men, his wife left him for an alpha male. <laughs> He's the only man whose dick pics have been mistaken for child porn. Oh, man. Give me one second, please. Yeah, I'll buy you time. He had a high-pitched voice, which makes sense, because he had a prepubescent penis. Okay, I got you. You ready for some dick jokes? Oh, let's go with some dick jokes. This man had the world's smallest penis. Let's do it. He's always squinting, because he's still looking for his penis. Speaking of tiny dicks as well, he looks like he's copying Tucker Carlson's show face. You know, that like, little confused yeah. like scowl? Yeah, looks like Tucker Carlson. Well, they both actually have the exact same size penis, which is a fun fact. Fun fact. If you've ever seen Tucker Carlson's penis then you're lying, because no one can see it. Exactly. You know, Joseph's dick is harder to find than a religious person with a high IQ. <laughs> he would often call his victims, though. After the crime, he would call his victims just in order to terrify them. But uh, that was mainly because his dick couldn't scare a mouse. Talking about his dick, he was a cop with a small penis. Surprisingly, none of his victims were black. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's also not that bright. Joseph was dumb as shit. The kind of guy who believes in the denture fairy. That's a good one, bro. Uh, I have a few more jokes, but do you want to get to some facts? I feel like viewers need to know more about this piece of shit. They came for the truth, damn it. I love that. The fact that you have that much passion about facts and the truth means you're dedicated to the passing on of knowledge. Thank you for your public service. Really, we're, te we're teachers here. We're not doing anything that, like, your children's teachers aren't doing. Um... I consider this podcast social studies, right? This is social studies. We're learning history. Um, so uh, he would break into people's homes, and he would put plates on the back of the husband or the man in the house when they were tied down, so that if he heard a plate, he would stack the plates on their back. So if they moved and a plate fell, he would hear, and he'd go out and like, tie him up harder or kill him or whatever. And he would actually stay in houses for a long time, so they wouldn't know when he left and be able to call the police. 
Like, he'd just sit and, like, have a beer on the porch and shit. Like, he was a fucking crazy motherfucker. And, uh, yeah, he started with burglaries, then moved to rape, then moved to murder, and then moved to getting caught. Yeah. That cycle really describes him as a person. He did a lot of bad shit, but in the end, he looks like a jackass and, like, old technology caught him. It wasn't like he was on the cutting edge of time. He literally got caught because of having his semen found out of rape. Like, that's one of the lamest ways to go out, right? Yeah. Um, he would actually... But I think an interesting one is he would call his victims Bonnie, and he would also call his victims Mommy. So yeah. I think he had mother issues, he had Bonnie issues, he had... Well, you said something about, like, Bonnie was his fiance and she left him for a rich dude. And I'm yeah. like, she also probably left him for somebody with a visible penis. Yeah, you know, Bonnie wouldn't be seen with him, but it's neither would his penis. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. No, um, but really what was wrong with him is he was a uh, a psychopath and also had anger issues. No shit, really, anger issues. You know, he yelled at himself, which makes sense because most men of his generation yelled at women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but back to what he looked like. I mean, he looked like a bat, but had a smaller penis. Yeah, you know... I could do another joke, but I think we should get to some either some quotes, some more details, right? Yeah, we're 17 minutes in, and we've literally made like 100 dick jokes. Uh, yeah, so um, so, some of his quotes, he would, as he was raping people, go, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, Bonnie. Fun fact, Bonnie is his nickname for his penis. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it's... Uh, it had a girl's name because it looked like a vagina. Yeah, it's true. And he'd say, I hate you, because he clearly couldn't get up. Maybe because their boob job sucked. Song quote there. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, same guys who did the uh, the opening clip from this. Mickey Avalon. Good beat. Good band. Good group. Um, he also, at one point, oh, somebody asked if, like, this is a joke or something. And he goes, this isn't a joke. Which is kind of funny, because they still laughed when they saw his penis. Well, you know, men with small penises are known for not having a sense of humor. It's true. Um, but, uh, later in a different rape, he was tying, he had the girl tie up the guy's hands, and the girl tied, tried to tie just one of his hands, and he said, bitch, I'll blow your brains out if you try something like that again. Which was just rude. I think uncalled for, really. Well, I mean, a lot of his personality was, he loved details, right? You know, uh, he did, like, he was obsessed, as an old man, he was obsessed with his lawn. He didn't want a, his lawn to grow, because his penis never could. <laughs> Yeah, but Joseph was different from most people with tiny dicks. He didn't own a truck. Yeah, you know, the reason why he didn't own a truck was because he was too high off the ground. He didn't want to have that emptiness near all the air rushing through his vagina. <laughs> uh, he was very assertive, though. Very assertive. He was very up in everyone's face. He was just very assertive because he knew he couldn't be insertive. Yeah, you know, usually people who are concave stay to themselves, but he went out there... And ruined neighborhoods. So I guess it wasn't too bad, right? Like, yeah. what's the worst he could have done? But, you yeah, know, he was he was the only guy who would ever get handed a small condom and take it as a compliment. <laughs> He's the only guy who would go through Walmart in the condom section and ask if they have a size smaller. Yeah, he's the only guy who would go up to the pharmacist and be like, Look, can you just give me a sticker? It'll cover the whole thing. Just give me a Band-Aid. No, the guy... There's so many. It's just an endless river of jokes about this, of course, 
you know, he was a tiny dick with a tiny dick. Where does the comedy end? Yeah, I mean, as you said, you've never seen a bigger dick with a smaller penis. It's just quality humor. It's weird because he was built like a sausage, yet he had no sausages of his own. I mean, yeah, no, I just think it's hilarious that, like, everyone's like, hey, don't make fun of the cops. It's like, literally the only cop whose penis we know about had a micropenis. I'm just pointing that out, that we are one for one on proving the cops have tiny dicks. You know, one thing about him is that he eluded the cops for years as a police officer and other jobs, of course, but his penis eluded him for his entire life. It's interesting, yeah. Um, so we have some more, some quotes from his victim's families. Let's go for it, you know? Yeah. Let's let this piece of shit have it. Let's let this piece of shit have it. Uh, one of these victims, one of the family, uh, members of his victims said he didn't have the courage to face his accusers. He didn't look our way once, but to be fair, the entire time he was trying to find his penis. He spent 23 hours a day, he spent 23 hours a day in solitary, and he already spent 23 hours a day trying to find out if he had a penis or not. You know, he's always squinting, but it's tough because he'll never find anything, no matter how hard he looks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just... I'm running out of jokes here, man. I didn't write enough this week. As a cop, he searched for a bunch of things he never found, one of them being his penis. Yeah, he would plant items on... uh, He planted items on people he arrested, like most cops, but wasn't able to make it look like he had a dick. Yeah, so... I don't know, man. I love the second sponsor. You want to go for that because that's one of the best sponsors we've ever had, and I think... Yeah, we really appreciate... We really appreciate the sponsor for... Paying for our uh, our flights to and from Las Vegas and Los Angeles to get this all recorded and stuff. We really appreciate all the help we're getting. Fun fact, we actually interviewed the Golden State Killer himself. And the interview was like his dick, too short to use. That was brilliant. Wow. Um, yeah, so... Fuck. I, did you just come up with that? Yeah, dude. I've been like... Oh. I've been freeballing the last couple of minutes. Well, and also been... my entire life. Yeah. He's been no-balling for the last 73 years. Yeah, I mean, I have no balls because they're both in your mother's mouth. <laughs> My mother's mouth? You're such a dick. Um, you, made, you made a mom joke last week. I yeah, no, I did? Yeah. What did I say? It was like four weeks ago now with the past recording. You said something about, like, I forget, honestly. It wasn't very good. Well, I'll get you back. Um, <laughs> I so, mean, I got your mother's back. <laughs> I was just starting out about yeah. one person with a tiny dick and ended up being about you, another person with a tiny dick. Well, I mean... If we did one about you, it would be about someone with an invisible dick, so it's all good. Yeah, it's not visible because it's lodged inside your mother's asshole. <laughs> it's funny because she told me she never saw it. Yeah. She, she said she felt nothing, but I guess... Well, it's because she's more of a bag it and then tag it. Put a paper bag over her face and then you go in. You realize that has nothing to do with how she feels. You know, that's what she can see. Sight he said she never see. saw it. All right, let's get back onto this. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let's take a break from insulting each other's mothers. Yeah. Get to the, back to the point of the podcast. Yeah. This, is, uh, this episode is sponsored by the police. Once you train them, let them go and don't catch them. Except the band, the police, we think they should be locked up for impersonating musicians. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, uh, but really, really, when we get back down to it, who do you think is to blame for these crimes? To me, that's a very easy answer. Do you want to go first? I think I will. I think the easiest thing to blame for these crimes is probably his micropenis. Because think about it this way. The only people in this world who really do that 
are probably really insecure. And what would he be insecure about besides... Well, I don't know. Now that answer my question. He's insecure about a lot of shit, probably. The fact that he looks like a bat. The fact he's bald. The fact that he's an old man with no wife. And it's not that she died. It's that she left him. But, I mean, I was going with the fact that he had a micro-penis for that one. Well, so I'm still going to yeah. blame his micro-penis for his crimes. Well, he looks like Freddie Murphy with Down syndrome. Freddie Murphy? <laughs> I know. It's, the, it's a callback to the other one where I fucked up the... Uh, crackle, yeah, 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 yeah. You know... Uh, Alright, but who do you think's to blame, Chuck? It's very easy. Speaking of micro-penises, who has the most micro-penises? You look to the numbers, Jack. I'm a numbers guy, and I say the liberal media. They run California and the rest of this country, to be quite frank. And they weren't around when these crimes were committed, yet they did nothing. Where was the media when these crimes were happening? Nowhere. But now they're bringing it up because they got him caught. That's classic liberal bias, and I will not stand for it. I mean, the liberals just, the liberals just look back on past and like, yo, we did that. I mean, you know, Lincoln was a Republican. And yes, the party switched platforms in, like, the 1950s, but who fucking cares? I can say whatever the fuck I want because I'm on a podcast. Well, the facts are, is the liberals and Joseph D'Angelo have a lot in common. They've all never seen a penis before. That's particularly their own. <laughs> yeah, well, liberal women don't want to. <laughs> That's because they're trying to get a surgery to attach one of their own. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, come after us, you know. We're a very progressive podcast, but we punch back, you know. As we're not afraid job. to punch yeah. down. Absolutely, you know. We have network regulations, but we defend ourselves. And sometimes you deal with liberals who get in our shit and conservatives who hate women. So we hate you both. That's the way, That's our way of saying everything, is that we hate all of you. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, if you listen to this podcast, you're cool. Anyone who doesn't listen to this podcast, fuck you. And hey, if you fuck fa- you. if you have family, I want you to do something for us. Tell them that we hate you. We hate everything you stand for, everything you believe in. We think you are stupid, and we think you are way dumber than us. We are entertaining you because you are attracted to the lowest common denominator, so we're going to make dick jokes for 30 minutes. That's what we do. Thank you very much. Let's get to some sponsors. We already did the sponsors. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Oh, dude, you're high as shit. I'm not high. I'm enlightened. <laughs> and I just realized how dumb our audience was. But I still love you guys, you know? Oh, man, I should have lit up earlier. Uh, no, but seriously. Um, fuck. Uh, where'd my phone go? Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's like Joseph D'Angelo's penis. You'll never find it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, we want to thank, since we have a little time extra today, we want to thank a couple of our contributors um, who really, really have a lot of respect for. Um, for instance, uh, we'd really like to thank... Uh, well, we've already thanked Luke Voigt for his co- contributions. I mean, the idea that he worked so hard on an episode about micropenises without mentioning he had one of his own. Well, he did mention it once or twice. Yeah. But he was like, I just love that line. Luke Voigt was on Zoom with us earlier today and said, man, I do feel kind of bad making fun of Joseph D'Angelo because he's the only person, he's one of the many people who has a bigger penis than Luke Voigt. I mean, like, Luke Voigt has... He, I mean... He's just—he's got a micro penis. It's just weird. a fact. It's weird with Luke Voigt though, because you know he can't see a curveball in the pitcher's hand, and he can't see his own penis. So this is where he relates. Yeah, he can't. Um, yeah. I mean, we've also got a. Uh, we wanted to thank the uh, our social justice analyst, Dr. Latoya Lynn Cruz, who gave us the idea to make fun of a man. Well, dude, she loved it. It was a straight white man, and honestly. She thought of half of our dick jokes. So thank you, Latoya. And by the way, she truly is a genius and is incredibly brave. So guys, you should stop hating on her. 
She is brave, beautiful, and courageous. Uh, don't call her beautiful, though, to her face. She thinks that's sexist, and she'll smack you across the face. Um, I'm sorry, Toots. I'm sorry, Toots. <laughs> um, but no, she, uh, she was very, very excited that we were doing an episode where we would make fun of a penis, because she doesn't believe that they're necessary for human life. Um, but we also we wanted to thank Harold Rothstein, the, uh, the CEO of the, our parent company, Bullshit News Network. Pure genius. He runs this company. All he, our Jew jokes come straight from him. You know, and he also hates his own people. So that's why we love him so much. Genius. I mean, yeah, and I mean, it's it's just kind of funny, all the uh, the Nazi, Nazi propaganda he's got hanging in his office. I think that's great. It's like, he, does, he knows he's Jewish, but he just hates that fact about him. Well, you know, he internally hates himself, and he also externally does it. So, to me, he's a hero. He's brave, smart, talented, not quite as courageous as Latoya. But hey, what are you gonna do? He's the he's the really the financial backing behind this show, so we're gonna kiss his ass all day and night. Well, we're gonna we're gonna say as much nice stuff as we can about the um the people who we actually care about in this group. <laughs> of course. So, next, we really want to thank Sid Udy, wrestler extraordinaire. I mean, that's the wrestler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of his wrestling was done in truck stop bathrooms, especially with children. But anyway, he's our. He's been executive a producer. Guy. He's an executive, executive producer. producer. He's been a huge help to the show. So thank you, Sid. We also want to thank Keith Evans, the spiritual advisor. Yeah. He's the person who told us the Jews pray to the wrong God. And also, he's a religious guy, and he teaches us how stupid religion is. Without him, we wouldn't understand exactly how dumb these people are. And he really just blows our socks off every fucking week with how dumb he is. Yeah, and it's also, it's great because he's, he wanted to introduce us to church, but every time we were like, oh, can we go to church, he drove straight to church's chicken. So, it's really exciting to know that he knows about multiple kinds of churches. Church's chicken and church where he goes and eats his chicken while people talk about God. True story, Heath is a personal friend of mine. I've known him way back in the day since he was actually in shape. Yeah, and if you go to his Instagram and comment, I remember when you were in shape, he actually gets really happy, and he'll be like, wow. Thank you. And he'll mail you 50 bucks. <laughs> so please do that. Please do that. Yes. Yeah. Who else we got to think? Anybody else? Yeah. So, I mean, no one else interesting, but we have John Green, I guess. He's our cornhole expert for the ep- for our episodes. Guys I'm bored already. Of- yeah, no. I'm bored. I'm bored. John Green and his brother Hank Green are probably the most boring people we've ever met. John Green says he's a cornhole expert, but I'm pretty sure the only cornhole he knows about is, is his brothers. Yeah, 100%. Also... One thing I've noticed about him is he talks himself up, and he can't spell when he's a writer. Like, that's literally your page. Excuse me, excuse me, he's a famous writer, according to his letter he wrote us. Dude, so can you explain that to me? Because you're in that world, the writing world. So are you. Yeah, as am I. But you're, you've been in it for longer. How, how can you write, be a writer for over 20 years, and not and barely know how to spell your own name? Like, to me, that's a mystery. Like, it's a mystery anyone that's bought his books if he can't spell that much. Well, I mean, most people who buy his books are are like teenagers, like 12, 13, 14, and that's because he finds them attractive and will, you know... Well, dude, 14's too old. You got 14's it. too old for him, yeah, yeah. He's not a big fan of 14-year-olds. Um, but yeah, no, John Green, I mean, he wrote to a, He writes to us every week. We read one of his letters uh, week nine, but I mean, the guy is just unbearable. And uh, yeah, well, I'm done that, but he... Uh, he also gets uh, Stephen Curry and Steph and Stephen King mixed up on multiple occasions. 
So uh, that's why he always calls. He's like, I dropped. He uh, he said he had more girls than Stephen King has three pointers. Which I mean, if he's talking about Stephen King, he's probably right because he has one, but she's twelve. So, all right. <laughs> Peace. Peace.